Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Mouth from the South. I'm your host, Pierre, and with me as always is my co-host, The Mouth. Hello, Mouth. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. So let's just start, okay? Sounds good to me. Let's jump right in. We got to jump right in. A lot to go, going on today. So the Supreme Court's at it again. First, they struck down uh, Roe v. Wade. Now they last year. That was awesome of them. Right, yeah, yeah. So they're on a roll. And today, Thursday, uh, June 29th, they struck down affirmative action in college admissions, declaring race cannot be a factor and forcing institutions of higher education to look for new ways to achieve diverse student bodies. So um, Chief Justice John Roberts said that for uh, too long, universities have concluded wrongly that the touchstone of an individual's identity is not challenges bested, skills built, or lessons learned, but the color of their skin. Our constitutional history does not tolerate that choice, he wrote. Uh, President that's all Bill, he wrote. No, that's not all he wrote. But, I know. But yeah, that, that was his opinion, part of what, what he wrote. Uh, President Joe Biden uh, replied that he strongly, strongly disagreed with the court's ruling and urged colleges to seek other routes to diversity rather than let the ruling be the last word. So, Mouth, we got a lot to unpack here. What do you think? What do I think? Okay, so I understand that, you know, we, we wouldn't want people, these admissions panel people, to right. choose someone solely based on their race. I mean, you wouldn't want that because obviously you wouldn't want them solely basing it on if they were white or if they were Asian. And you don't want to categorize people as being something simply based on race, obviously. Um, and you definitely, you know, want the people who attend, you know, college or any even, you know, the prestigious, you know, Ivy League to be the best candidates, I guess, or the best you know, qualified people and by people, I do mean children because a lot of times, you know, they're 17, which is definitely a child, 18 while, you know, legally an adult, you know, I mean, they're children, they're not, you know, they're not even brains aren't even formed yet. I mean, this is not a, anything, um, but you would want to choose, you know, who's best in that situation. However, when you come from privilege, um, either because you're white or you're wealthy, um, and that goes across the board in any situation, you know, privilege of money, um, you know, you're afforded things that, you know, like tutoring, you know, you can bump up those scores on testing with tutoring, you can bump up scores on just regular old tests or whatever for just high school grades. Um, you know, if you go to a school that, you know, has multiple athletic programs, not just your typical, you know, let's say baseball, basketball, football, and, you know, I don't cheerleading, whatever, you know, you have more opportunity to get scholarships. If you have a school that has like a soccer team, a lacrosse team, the equestrian situations. I mean, there are swimming pools. So you have a swim team. I mean, if you come from the inner city, as smart as you may be, if you don't have access to different types of sports or different kinds of programs, you know, clubs, things like that, it's not that you're not smart enough. It's that you don't have access. 
You know, someone isn't so smart because they can hire a tutor and get a score on a test because they can also pay to retake that test multiple times because it costs money to take those tests and it's not cheap. So, I mean, you have to look outside of that in order to find people to give a really great di diverse college campus. The world is diverse. The world is not white. The world is not white male. Um, that's just unfortunately how it is for, I mean, it just is. And it's not unfortunate. I mean, that's how it should be. We should have multiple cultures. You wouldn't want to travel to Asia and see a bunch of white men. Like that, what is fun about that? Like the whole idea is that there's this culture and these people and these amazing things going on. And, you know, I mean, you just, it's not really doing anything to not give these amazing opportunities to everyone. Um, and it's kind and also like, and this is not about racism necessarily, but I mean, if you're white and you're sitting on this admissions panel, you know, a lot of times not even knowing, cause it's so institutionalized that you are picking white people, or maybe if you're a woman, maybe you're picking more men. I mean, to be honest, you could even be picking people based on the way they look, not even just color, but how pretty you think they are or how handsome yeah. or clean cut. Right. That's not so even inherent bias. Right. Inherit so even bias. if it's, you know, you don't mean to, you are. And now you've formed an enti entire college campus only solely based on an admissions panel. So they right. all look like that fucking admissions panel. And that's really, really weird. You need affirmative action, unfortunately, because people are institutionalized and they don't think outside of these little boxes and you need them to. Because just because you weren't given the opportunity doesn't mean you're not as smart or doesn't mean that you're not going to be as successful as a counterpart of yours because they, you know, having privilege doesn't necessarily mean anything other than you have money or you're white. Yeah. So it's interesting. A big fucking problem. Yeah, I agree. So that's, you know, me calm and explaining and whatever. Oh, okay. So let's, yeah, let's get to how you really feel then. But how I feel is that it's a goddamn disaster. I think that I it's sickening to watch this country roll back time. Um, I, I honestly, I was crying earlier. I, you know, if I, you know, can get worked up, maybe I'll cry on camera too. It really disgusts me. It disgusts me to think of how many of our ancestors, not even necessarily mine, but just in general, especially black ancestor, American ancestors who died for freedom who right. died a hundred years after they were freed just to get equality, just to be allowed to buy homes where they wanted. I mean, and now we're just saying, fuck that, go back into the, the, the slave quarters because we don't care. And not only that, but those people fought and died for you to be privileged enough to just have a home in a nice area. So, the fact that I don't see more people taking to the streets right now is a disgrace. It's just a fucking disgrace. And I get nobody wants to die. I appreciate that. Nobody wants to be hosed down. They don't want to be jailed. They don't want to be bitten by police dogs or beaten by policemen with sticks or shot or whatever. I get it. I get it. I get it. But they don't have enough bullets to shoot every single one of us. They don't. And there's enough guns on the street. Okay. I mean, it is what it is. And in Florida, you're allowed to shoot people at fucking will. 
Nobody gives a shit. If you feel threatened, you can shoot them. So I don't understand what's happening. And I'm again, it's not like I'm saying go to war. But what I am saying is your rights are being taken away and you're not giving a shit. So they're going to enslave you again and you won't fucking know what happened to you because you were too busy on the goddamn internet or you were too busy on Facebook or you were too busy ordering food from Uber Eats. I am disgusted. And just because we have all these goddamn distractions doesn't mean we aren't fighting for survival every single day. It's enough. Get up because you know what? No one is doing it for you. How many people died trying to, you know, escape slavery? They were in the Underground Railroad. They were helping people. They were risking their lives. They fought beside, you know, people to get their freedom during the Civil War, during the American Revolution. I mean, we've constantly fought for freedom. We've constantly fought for equity in, in, in this country, in all of the countries, because this isn't just an American issue. And... We're, we're blowing it. We're blowing it because you're sitting on your goddamn ass waiting for someone to do it for you. No one is coming. They're just not. They're not. And more importantly, why would someone fight for you if you can't fight for yourself? Nobody's interested in hearing a sad, sad story. They want to see action and you need to do that. Otherwise, this is it, people. And you're watching them just strip rights one by one by one by one and the only people left are white men and if you fucking think i'm gonna stand by and let white men dictate to me what i'm allowed to do with my body where i'm allowed to live who i'm allowed to date what i'm allowed to do you're sorely mistaken it's never gonna happen i am not gonna live in a world that is like that i'm not going to and i'm not leaving it to my children either right so it was a six to three decision um which is gross yeah, yeah. that's fucking gross three and people three and three. they were all women uh, i can't remember the sotomayor um and i forget what the other two women yeah well i'm not impressed by those women simply because they can stand up for this because where the hell were they during roe v wade nowhere but interestingly so i'm not impressed interestingly or not interestingly enough uh chief uh or justice uh clarence thomas the nation's second black justice, who has long called for an end to affirmative action, wrote that the decision sees the university's admission policies for what they are, rudderless. Does he think he got to his position because right. of not affirmative action? Because he was the most goddamn qualified person? Because he's not. He's a right. moron. He's a fucking moron who sits there, takes fucking bribes from every goddamn corporation sure in does. America, and we sit there and we let him because why? Journalists are a bunch of pussies. You can't fucking report on it. What the fuck? So he called the admissions policies rudderless race-based preferences designed to ensure a particular racial mix in their entering classes. What? What does that mean? <laughs> yes. Yes. We're supposed to be mixed, you stupid yeah. asshole. Right. Take a look in a fucking mirror if you can pull yourself away from sexually harassing your fucking employees, you goddamn small dick douchebag. <laughs> well, it wasn't his employee. It was, uh, what was her name? Anita King? Was that her name? Anita Hill. Cool. Anita Hill. Anita Hill, yeah. And I remember his, uh, his big, <laughs> if I remember this correctly, his, uh, the line that she testified that he said to her was, 
who put the pubic hair on my Coke? He had a can of Coke and he, and that you was his come on You goddamn moron, because you're probably a <laughs> fucking drug addict too. And he's, I mean, I don't know who he thinks so he gross. is. Stop, stop, stop. I can't, I'm going to He's disgusting. Up. He is disgusting. Um, I don't even want to talk about what he did in the past as much as what he's doing in the present. In well, the present, he takes kickbacks. That is a fact, people. And I yeah. don't know what the fuck it's going to take. A bat to your goddamn heads to figure it out. Because I, I, I don't know. And I don't want to hear how everyone's so busy working and they need to survive and feed their family. Do you think that during the Revolutionary War, they had it fucking easier than you? Are you fucking serious right now? Please stop with being such a fucking baby. I can't fucking handle it. I can't. I can't. I, I'm surrounded by nincompoops in my own country. They don't give a shit about anything except toting about how fucking American they are. Ugh. Gross. And I live in one of the worst states in the nation. Ugh. Well, it wasn't always the worst state. I mean, it has been for a long time, though. But yeah. I mean, weather-wise, it's nice. Cool. I mean, I can't wait till they start rolling back the, you know, equal opportunity housing thing. Cool. Oh, that's next. You know that. No, this you know that is next. No, that is next. Yeah. And everyone will sit on their fat asses doing nothing about it. Because well, they don't give a fuck until it comes for them. Until they're being forcibly removed from their homes. Then maybe they'll give a fuck. But you know what? Then it's too late. Well, homes that they can't afford anymore. Because, um, you know, it's just too, it's too expensive to live. I was reading a study, uh, not to get away from that, what we're talking about, but that um, the, you have to make $120,000 in Miami, $120,000 a year in order to afford living in, in the city of Miami. The, uh, the medium uh, uh, household income is like $49,000 a year. So and they're building, you know, apartments and townhomes and things and selling them for like starting at a million dollars. I don't know who can afford to live in these places, but I don't want to take away from our, our topic that we're talking about, which is affirmative action and how the, the Supreme Court is trying to dismantle like every advance that, you know, women and men have made or, or women and people of color have made in, you know, in the past, you know, how many, so. 50 fucking years, people. Years, yeah. It wasn't that fucking many. 50, 60 50, years? Yeah. 60, uh, yeah. I don't know, six maybe was the housing act? 67. Again, not sure, but it was the late 60s. I mean, so don't fucking pretend this has been 100 years in the making because it fucking isn't. It didn't and, take them long. Roe v. Wade was like in the 70s, for God's sakes. I mean, didn't take them long to roll that shit right back. I am so disgusted. I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted. I mean, but this is what you get when you don't educate people and you make sure they don't give a shit about anything but what's on TV. And even then, I mean, oh my God, what are they watching? The Kardashians? Because that's real educational. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, you watch it also. I watch it when I'm bored, and it's not the only thing I watch, obviously. Right. It's this is the shit people watch, and they think that's fucking news or history or something. 
I mean, nobody knows anything about history and they can't even go back into the 60s. People have no fucking idea. And those people are still alive. Like, okay, I get the Revolutionary War. I get the Civil War was far away. I get it. Like, I, I totally get that. We don't have people living, but we have people who lived through the 60s. We have four real people who went to Vietnam, not because they were brave, but because they were fucking drafted. And you know what? Those people, most of them were drafted and they were black. And then they came home and were treated like shit when they got home. Or they were, they were general, not generals, but like, I don't know, like commanders or captains or lieutenants or whatever the fuck in the military. And they would come home and they'd be like, oh, well, you could work here as the janitor. Right. Yeah, they, they were. I they mean, came, they came these home. are people who remember this shit. Where are they? Well, because they sure as fuck did a poor job at educating their children on what it was. They're not getting because I don't see those the- goddamn people anywhere, and those children are my age. Right. And it, uh, I don't see anything fucking happening. I don't see one fucking person on my Facebook feed posted about it. One oh, about affirmative action because she's a college counselor, so she posted about it. Yeah, people should be really upset today. I mean, the, at the, oh, so, uh, they're not. Don't worry, they're it, not. Well, because they're not coming after white people's rights, and they're not coming after you know. But they are, right. and you don't understand that because yeah. people are stupid. They this are is, coming because they came for women's part. rights, and I'm fucking white, right. so they are coming for white, white man. Sorry, they're coming for everyone's goddamn rights except for white men. Well, because and white men are so fucking amazing at doing absolutely nothing with the, their whole lives. Yeah. Look at fucking shitty DeSantis. That motherfucker went to two Ivy League fucking places and he's a moron. Yeah, he went to Harvard and Yale. So I'm so glad. I'm so fucking glad he got that opportunity. So great. So fucking great. I mean, I used to think Bush was an idiot and that fucking asshole also went to an Ivy League school and he's a moron. Well, he failed forward. Bush did. They all do because they're morons. They didn't have to work a day in their life and had shit handed to them on a fucking platter. And these are the same goddamn people are like, yeah, but we don't want you to have that. Even if you work for it, they don't want you to have it. That should show how sickening that is. Because it's not like, you know, the F student, regardless of race, is applying to Harvard. They're not. These are the best of the best. Oh, they are. But you know what? They don't deserve shit because they're not white. And we have so many fucking alumni who need to come with their fucking shitty ass kids. We don't have room for anyone else who's not a fucking alumni. Right. That's why they're doing it. Because they have no more fucking room. All the little white kids have to go. Because there's no more fucking room for anyone else. It's not open. It's 90% fucking alumni. Oh, your name's on a building? Oh, and it's been there for 100 years? Well, you get right in. Doesn't matter if you know how to fucking read or write or learn. Doesn't matter. What the fuck? The (laughs) fuck? When England, England (laughs) is more forward than America, there's a goddamn problem. I feel like they have been for a while now. Oh, 
oh, they've been forward since the Revolutionary War. Because make no mistake, we weren't fighting over goddamn taxes. We were fighting over slavery because they didn't want us to have slaves. And we're like, no, we like them. It's awesome. Right. They outlawed slavery in the 1700s. So let's stop pretending that it was about goddamn taxes. And I'm sure, listen, I'm sure there was. I'm sure it sucked to be taxed all the time for England's wars. And we had no representation. And, you know, they were whatever. I get it. Yeah, it sucks. It does. But make no mistake, that wasn't the only complaint. So let's, you know, not pretend here. Right. So they, they, you know, they said they didn't want, they didn't want to answer to a monarchy. They didn't want to be ruled and they didn't want the church to, uh, you know, tell them what to do, but that's what's happening here. They didn't want to be ruled by someone else. Right. They wanted to be the rulers themselves. Right. But everything that they, they, they fought against. I mean, look, the church is, is a big part of politics here now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> cause it, it's, I mean, cause it, the church has been involved in politics in America since the very fucking beginning. It's crazy. And it's only some. It's only that, but that's why they wrote the Constitution the way that they did. Because they knew they could get it past all the goddamn fucking Southern white trash morons that live here because they don't know how to fucking read words. And they're like, oh, good. Well, it doesn't say anything about slavery. And I'm a man. And that doesn't say woman. And I'm all about that. Let's sign off on this shit. Why do you think you got ratified? Because the Northerners had to trick the goddamn Southerners. But now the fucking Northerners are exactly like the fucking Southerners. There's no goddamn separation. Everyone's the same. No separation of church and state. All right. So let's move along. I I don't think I can. I don't think I have it in me. I'm so aggravated. I know you are. But let's talk about something else. Let's talk about aspartame. So aspartame will be declared, according to a report, will be declared a potential cancer risk to humans. The artificial sweetener, which is used in soft drinks, including Diet Coke and Dr. Pepper, will be listed as a possible carcinogenic, carcinogenic sorry, to humans uh, in a World Health Organization reclassification. And that's uh, supposed to happen sometime in the next few weeks. Now, I've avoided aspartame for a long time, um, ever since I, I worked in Arizona uh, for... Uh, Anyway, I was working for a TV station in Arizona and I had a friend who uh, was really ill for a while. And then he went away to the hospital. Yeah, he had lost uh, use of his arms and they thought he had um, they thought he had a mess or something like that. And he told me what happened was that he would keep he had aspartame like uh, he had bought, you know, like a big thing of aspartame, uh, like one of those uh, warehouse stores. And he kept it in his car. And aspartame, so in, in Phoenix, the, you know, the temperature inside the cars can get like 140 degrees, 150 degrees. They're always doing stories. You don't, you know, that's why you don't leave children and pets in cars, especially in warm weather climates. But he said that the aspartame had changed, the heat changed the chemical composition of the aspartame. And aspartame, I believe, is made by wood alcohol. And so what it was doing it, it was uh, it was causing lesions on his brain, Ugh. and so that once once he they they figured out it was the aspartame, and he slowly recovered. And but this stuff people have known for years. It was it sixty years that this stuff has been bad, and 
now it's going to be, you know, finally, you know, a label to car carcinogenic. So I know you don't uh, use aspartame, correct? No. Ew. Sugar is always better for you. I love sugar. I mean, I know you love sugar too. I mean, I, mean, I, I do love sugar and by sugar, I mean, sugar, sugar, not like corn syrup, right. obviously, or even high fructose corn syrup or anything that has an O-S-E at the end of it, because that's some kind of form of sugar derived from somewhere else. You know, you shouldn't have anything like that. Anything that's, you know, derived from another place. I mean, obviously we shouldn't have tons of sugar. I mean, that's already known. I, that's common sense at this point. Um, uh, there's a great documentary out there. I wish I could remember the name. It's all about sugar um, and how, you know, obviously sugar is just extremely bad for you. But obviously fake sugar, I mean, from wood, that just sounds revolting. Wood um, alcohol. But what- Which is from Because right, they have to turn it into alcohol. Yeah. Right. That's gross. Yeah. Um, but I think it's interesting, and it sort of goes back to our last episode on Tuesday where I was talking about Robert Kennedy Jr., and, you know, I wasn't talking specifically about aspartame. I was talking about saccharin. Um, but again, you know, if you have a package of, you know, artificial sweetener, you know, you see them in restaurants, Starbucks, whatever. And on those packaging, it does tell you, you know, did cause cancer in laboratory rats, which went back to my thing about how, you know, you can't stop dismissing someone who's saying, well, this chemical has been proven to be a hormone disruptor in frogs. It's the same science. So, you know, it's not, I don't know what more, you know, we can say, but I'm sure once the who comes out and lists it on their carcinogenic lists or whatever, it's not really going to matter in America. I'm sure they won't fucking take it out of any of their drinks. They won't require companies to stop using it. Just like they don't require them to stop using red dye number 40 or any of these other fucking food dyes that they tell you are bad for you. Nobody cares in America. Cheaper is better. And I'll tell you something, it's a fucking lie because they can make that shit as cheap as they want with all the organic ingredients that they wanted. It wouldn't cost them any more to do so, but they lie to you and say that it does so they can have higher profits. Right. Wake up. It's about stock prices, something that doesn't affect 90% of the population in any real way. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, cool. Who will say it sucks? I mean, but all these companies like Coke and Pepsi, they make products. Lay's is a big one, you know, Doritos and all those chips. They make with the world's highest level of cancer causing shit, but they don't make it for them in Europe like that because Europe said hell's to the no. Right. You're not feeding that to us. So, you know, I mean, but again, you'd have to remove yourself from your reality TV shows in order to understand what's actually happening. But nobody wants to do that. They want to be dumbed down. So now you get what you get. So let me just read this real quick. Uh, so when an aspartame molecule, molecule breaks apart in the small intestine, this carbon uh, disengages, the carbon disengages from the amino acids and forms a single mo a molecule of methanol. Methanol is also uh, wood alcohol, and it's found in antifreeze, rocket fuel, and many other applica applications. So if you're- you Definitely drinking, put that in your body. I mean, I know I like some rocket fuel. Right, and antifreeze as well. So, That's a big one. Oh, I like to drink the antifreeze. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. I, I, 
Ever it's since- crazy that people in this country are so fucking stupid. I have a friend, she drinks Diet Coke, or now I think it might even be Diet Pepsi, like it's going out of style, like I, like for real, in, in such a revolting way. I've begged her to stop, begged and begged and begged. I got her to stop smoking which was amazing because obviously, you know, she's very overweight and now she needs to have gallbladder surgery because she has gallstones. And of course, while she's having gallbladder surgery, she's going to have the stomach sleeve done or whatever. Um, Not with my friend, Dr. Now, but whatever. Um, (laughs) That's where she should be. Um, And, you know, and she's to lose the weight. But I said to her, you know, you need to stop drinking soda. It's bad for you. Yeah. And at least if you're going to drink it, don't drink diet. Drink regular, regular if you must. Like, right. whatever. So much better. She has no plans to stop. No plans. She's like, I don't have to stop even with the sleep. I'm like, listen, you know, the first you know, few weeks are really hard because you have to, you really have to stop eating as much. You know what? You can't, you'll realize, like, you can't eat as much. And the doctor said to her, it's not really about eating less. It's about eating healthy. No, it's about oh, eating less. Yeah. No, it's about eating less. <laughs> like we watched that show, uh, My 600 Pound Life. And uh, even with these people, when they go on these diets, they just consume mass amounts of even healthy food and they can't lose weight. Right. They're so doing all the right things. They're eating protein, low carb, low sugar. Right. You know, their carbs, I think, pretty much only come from fruit. You know, they cut out all their breads and all the junk and all the chips and sodas and whatever. And you're right. They don't lose weight because they're eating half a dozen fucking eggs at breakfast. They are. Oh and like God. 30 sausage. Like, no, you're still consuming way too much food. Right. But once she has the sleeve, she'll see because your stomach obviously is forced into a smaller position. And so you feel full faster. Um, so hopefully, you know, she won't do, uh, overdo it. But I think the success rate is like less than 10% on surgeries like that. Yeah. Because it's an addiction. You know, she didn't gain weight based on food addiction. She gained it from being immobilized. Um, so that's different. Um, so hopefully, you know, like with this, that'll help her and then she'll get right back onto the right track. Um, cause obviously it's so hard once, you know, you've had to deal with it so long. Um, but you know, most of these people, they just have food addictions and that's that they just go right back to their addiction cause they're not going to therapy. Right. I have a sibling who, um, had the uh, st- stomach reduction or I forgot which one it is where they cut the stomach part of the take, you know, make it smaller. And, um, it, it didn't work. I mean, right back to eating the same amount. And, you know, I mean, it was temporary. It right. did work at the beginning because the stomach was smaller. But, you know, like now, like I think it's maybe 10 years later or whatever. It's like about you the same size. So you can't really. Right back up. Right. Because you have to figure out the eating. Now, my sibling is not 600 pounds. No. <laughs> so. I mean, like, I want that surgery, too. They wouldn't give it to me. You have to be, like, over 100 pounds. You know, I think you have to be, no, what you mean over your body, your BM, your right. BM, what is it, BM? Yeah, you have to be 100 BMI. pounds overweight. Yeah. Right. Yeah, which I'm not, and nor am I going to eat myself to that, because that's just ridiculous. But, no, I mean, I Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, whatever. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter. People will continue to do the same dumb shit they always do because it's an addiction and, you know, they don't want to curb their addiction. They don't want to stop. You know, I used to love to drink soda too, not diet, anything. I love Dr. Pepper. I still love Dr. Pepper. Um, 
But, you know, when I would drink it, trying to wean myself off and get on water more frequently, I would do like half a can of that mixed with half a can, like a thing of water. And I'll tell you, does it taste delicious? It doesn't. It does not taste delicious. But it puts you on the right mind frame to like get it done. You know, if you're just if you're like, OK, I just made it a little bit better. A little bit. Eventually, you're like, I don't even know why I'm doing this anymore. Like, I don't like the taste with it with water. Let me just drink the water. And then you yeah. just drink water. I haven't had soda probably i think over 20 years now wow. i've had something like that and i don't miss it i mean i you know i don't i get my sugar somewhere else if i want it you know but yeah soda's really bad for you it's so bad if you can clean corrosion off a car battery with it or clean the, your toilet with a can of coke or whatever it is you know then it's probably not good for your inside yeah i mean it's so acidic that's yeah. why i mean i can only imagine what it does to your stomach i, I just and, and copious amounts, like your friend. I mean, and the study I was reading about I mean, aspartame. She finishes one and she's on to another. And I'm just like, dude, breathe. Yeah, the study I was reading about aspartame, people that were for, you know, trying to lobby for keeping this aspartame off of this, you know, WHO list said, you know, well, you you, you would have to drink like 12 to 36 cans of, of soda a day for that to, you know, for it to cause cancer. It's like, okay. There are people that drink an awful lot of sodas a day. And when, when I was that's not back, provable. That's not a provable no, thing. That's, that's a lobbyist just, lie. Yeah, lobbyist lie. Um, but when I was back in the newsroom, when we had a newsroom, there are people that would bring just cases of soda, and have them under their desk, and just go right after one after another, and just you know, people drink an awful lot of soda when because it's addictive. When, also, you know, the caffeine's addictive. The high right. fructose corn syrup is addictive. So and it's when addictive they, behavior. Right. And when, you know, it, the trick is that it says diet on there, on the can. So people think, oh, you can drink or Coke Zero, you know, and like, so I can drink as much as I want and there's no ill effects. But that's not true. That's not the case. And this stuff is bad for you people. So. I mean, listen, nobody healthy is drinking soda. I mean, that's just not how it is. They're just not. Really? You can have a soda. Of course. Like you can have a brownie or you could have like, McDonald's occasionally. I mean, why not? won't kill you once in a while, but it kills you if it becomes the food of choice every single day or the drink of choice every single day. No, every single day you can eat it. Calories in, calories out. You want to maintain a weight? Calories in must go out. That's how you maintain. You want to lose? Calories out has to be higher than calories in. It's not brain surgery. No, It really isn't. I mean, that's why we have morons at the gym. Because <laughs> it isn't brain surgery. They're not doctors over there, people, but they seem to know how to like exercise and not look like pigs. Right. And I get it. I get it. I get when people are from the Midwest or, you know, they don't, you know, in Florida, we're lucky. We have 365 sun and like 360 days of hot sun. So we can be outside more. You know, we can just buy, in general, get a little bit more exercise, yeah. even if we're just driving to the store. I mean, but it's still an activity. You're still using calories. You're not sitting because it's a snowstorm or it's brutal outside and you don't, you don't want to go out. So we're really lucky. So I get why like in other places like the Midwest, you know, they're a little bit fatter and rounder and whatever, but Jesus Christ, G Jesus Christ. That's, I don't, that's like, your punctuation, Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's like, they, boom. It's been I mean, <laughs> you know. And to say, well, I know that it's bad for me, but I can't stop. You sound pathetic. 
Like right. just, you just do. I'm sorry. If you can't stop, then call a friend, call oh, someone else. Own a friend. Oh, you know, I mean, but you know what I'm saying? Like find, go to therapy. Even if it's just a half an hour online, if you just bitching about how you want to drink soda and know that it's bad for you, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's like any addiction. It takes time. It takes teamwork. It takes a support system yeah. and, you know, find it. Stop being so goddamn lazy. Cause again, everyone wants to have their stomach smaller by surgery, but you're just wasting money on something that's not going to last because you can't control yourself. All right. So we're going to wrap things up here, but real quick, before we wrap things up, I, I want to talk about the uh, documentary that you were watching um, about the two brothers who set up uh, pill mills in, um, in uh, yeah, County in Florida. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. talk a little bit about that? I mean, we can, I don't honestly remember their names cause you know me. No, that's fine. But what was I the name? I don't even care what their names were. Douchebag one and douchebag two. Right. Well, what was the name of the documentary? Uh, American Pain. American Pain, and it's about two brothers who set up what we call in um, South Florida. They were called pill mills. So it was this corridor of just just pain management shops all along this this road, where people were driving from as far as I mean, the Carolinas, Kentucky, Kentucky. Tennessee. I mean, everywhere, because we were just dispensing pills. No prescription, nothing. You need you just come in. They sold it. at their peak half a billion um, pills. Crazy, crazy. Or you know, wrote prescriptions for obviously. Right. And Florida, South Florida, again, responsible for addictions across this, the nation. You know, it's really good of us. Because pills were just there was no legislation down here. Just like yeah. It's no, we didn't have uh, what we have now. We didn't have this like pharmaceutical registry thing where, you know, obviously if you, you know, fill a prescription for anything, it alerts the pharmacy. So then if you try to fill another within, you know, a certain time frame, you can't. And obviously it's more for controlled substances, but they use it even for everything now. They'll tell you you can't have more <laughs> because you've already paid for 30 and it's too soon. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it was it was crazy. It, I mean, it was crazy just to see how, you know, these people were coming. Yeah. Like you say, from Kentucky by busloads and they would have them wear shirts like from a local church because it was a church bus. And it looked like, you know, tourists coming, whatever. But they were, you know, addicts. They were basically just addicts. And, you know, news um, people, you know, were being interviewed on this documentary. Um, and they were talking about how it was a joke. Like, there's no way people didn't know what was going on. Like, there's no way that you look at a pain clinic and see a line outside and think that's legit. And what was cool is that they had some in one name, but then they had others in other names. And so if you messed up in your interview with the doctor, they would just send you to the other place. They had a real, real scam going. I mean, and it wasn't I mean, a scam. It, it, it wasn't was a, even a scam. It's not a scam. Yeah. I mean, it's a scam no. in the sense that you didn't really need those drugs. But if you're an addict, you do. Right. And it was it was legal. So it wasn't a scam. It, what they were doing it was, was completely legal. legal. I mean, these were legit doctors with real medical licenses that were writing scripts for people who said that they had pain. Right. But, you know, they were writing a script for you on Monday and then another one on Tuesday. And then they got involved with the MRI people. And then the MRI people were like, oh, yeah, I see a problem. No, no, no problem. But, oh, you're in pain. Okay. Yeah, I know someone um, close to me at the time uh, who used to get the pills 
from the pill mills and just walk yeah. in, whatever. How close were you to this person? <laughs> no longer around. No longer around. No, yeah. Piece of trash from Kentucky too. <laughs> uh, yeah, she is from Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, I remember when we were in Kentucky and seeing in the police stations how they had these like um, bins, sort of like similar to like mail bins, how you like can open right. the door and stick something in and like it falls down deep so you can't like get at it or whatever. Um, they had those for, for pills. People, turn, you know, turn in your pills, you know, like once you were because done with your surgery, was... you didn't need them anymore so that they weren't out on the streets and stuff. Yeah, yeah remember we were stuff. talking to the, uh, to the lawyers there and they were talking about how bad a uh, uh, like it was, it was an epidemic uh, how many children were just you know hooked on just pay, you know pain pills or whatever it was you know it's just it's it's amazing that it, the effect that the florida's pill mills still has on you know these little towns and Kentucky and oh well it still has an effect in Florida too because I mean those kids not only were being raised by these fucking drug addicts but they were also you know they were giving birth to future drug addicts because they were addicting them from the womb. So it's not like in Florida, we still don't have that problem. I mean, we definitely still have problems like that. I mean, it's far reaching and it affects generations, you know, like crack did for the black neighborhoods. It affected generations. You know, you don't have mothers raising these kids. No. That's a much really interesting uh, documentary on native American women and you know, how they just disappear by the boatloads and no one gives a shit. Um, so that was also horrifying and we can go into that another time because I see our time is running pretty long. Yeah, we're running long today. So, um, it's been a pretty interesting week for me. Yeah, it has. For both of us. <laughs> okay. So again, we'd uh, like you to, uh, rate, review, like, I didn't, I did say like this time. I did. Uh, if you like our show Subscribe. or- Subscribe. Ah, I knew I always forget something. Subscribe. Uh, we're on YouTube. Uh, leave a comment. Tell us if you like us. Tell us if you hate us. Tell us, you know, just whatever. If, if you think we're mad, we're also on Apple iTunes. We're on Amazon uh, Podcasts. We're on Spotify. And I'm going to make you say it. Yes, mouth. We're also on Instagram. What's our Instagram handle? At the mouth from Florida. At the mouth from Florida. So, so feel free I, to DM us if you need something. If you need, but no pills. <laughs> no, I don't get things for addicts. I'm not an enabler. Never have been, never will be. That's right. not my job. And we're not going to give you aspartame. So I don't enable. Yeah. So until next time, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>